0: the people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought-leading trailblazer.
1: Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with another trailblazing innovator. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Mary Jane Constantine, Senior Vice President and General Manager of CarePoint at AccessPoint Health. Mary Jane, welcome to the show. Good morning, Joe. It's nice to be here. Well, Thank you so much for making the time to be with us today. Before we start our discussion, could you take a few minutes and tell the audience about you and your background?
0: Sure. Well, I've been in the managed care industry for more than 25 years And started my career actually with the clinical side in care management, but then moved across different organizations. I've done everything from managed claims to account management, worked with sales. I'm really a generalist. And I've worked both for health plans and with carve-out organizations that provide support to members through health plans, such as Access Point Health.
1: Perfect. And could you take the next couple of minutes and remind our audience about how you guys serve your customers at Access Point Health?
0: We are primarily a care management organization, and we focus on providing services to the sick within a given population. We work both with payer organizations, such as health plans, and state governments, typically with Medicaid programs. We also have a division that provides nurse triage support that's 24-7. Members can call in and get really excellent guidance and advice in terms of the best way to approach symptoms that they're having, recommendations in terms of what to do or, or how or where to seek
1: care. I know it's been an exciting year at Access Point Health. Will you catch us up on what has gone on since we spoke with Chris Long last summer and what it means for the company and its future?
0: Sure. Well, we have had a pretty busy year. In the spring, we were acquired by HTS and HTS is a global business process management organization. They have extensive focus on healthcare and they wanted to strengthen their presence in clinical services. And frankly, we're very happy to have the support of such a large and successful organization behind us. In the past few months, we've been getting to know each other better, really understanding the capabilities of each side and how together we can be stronger and present better solutions to serve our clients and serve our customers. And
1: it's been an exciting period for us. Awesome. Thank you for that update. Let's talk about the state of care management. What are the most common barriers that stand in the way of a successful care management program? There are a couple. You
0: will hear health plans talk about engagement rates all the time. And engagement with members, frankly, is getting tougher. The legislation, the TCPA, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act does provide some limits on the way in which we can reach out to members. Providers are exempt from this, but health plans are not, and it does mean that we have to be very thoughtful about how we reach out to our members, things like correcting phone numbers. That's not work that we can do. We may be aware of a better number to reach a member at, but without their permission in advance, we can't do that. The other obstacle that we have, quite frankly, is just the the vast number of spam calls. I don't know about you, but I get a number of them every day on my cell phone, and it means I'm very reluctant to answer a number that I don't recognize. So reaching our membership primarily by phone has been increasingly difficult. To counter that, we've deployed a couple different measures. We try to let members know in advance that we'll be calling and try to make sure that our caller ID and the exchange that we use is something that they'll recognize. We also use other methods. The phone is great but text, email, SMS messaging all play a role in that. But those are all really barriers to improving engagement, and we can only work with people who are engaged with us and interacting with us. I think the other major barrier is the social determinants of health, and you hear a lot about that. These are things like inadequate access to transportation or lack of funds to purchase medications. These are real barriers to individuals to take care of their own health and a lot of the work that we do is focused on helping members remove these barriers so that they can take care of themselves, they can move forward and follow the treatment plan that their provider has recommended.
1: Statistics show that members with chronic or complex conditions make up 5% of the population of the U.S., but account for 50% of annual health care spending. What are the best strategies for payers to improve health outcomes for these members while generating ROI or return on investment?
0: One of the things that we need to recognize is that some people have very complex medical conditions and they're just going to be costly. On the other hand, there are members who fit into that 5% or are approaching it and are ripe for a very avoidable high-cost episode. It's really these latter members that I think plans need to focus on. We do that through our extensive predictive analytics. We try to target members who have a gap that will result in a near-term high-cost event. Someone who has advanced heart disease and really needs to have a transplant, that individual is going to have high costs they just are. But on the other hand, someone with heart disease who's not compliant with medications that will keep them stable, that's somebody where we can really make a difference. We can help the member by keeping them in the best possible health status that they can attain. At the same time, we're saving money for the plan because we're avoiding that high cost event that's just looming on the horizon given a member's lack of adherence to their medication regime. So really focusing on the right members, I think, is critical.
1: Absolutely. What are the key components of an effective nurse-driven care management team?
0: You know, it's interesting. Over the last two years, we've recognized that while nurses play an incredibly important role in care management and I started my career as a nurse myself, we have a number of other talented staff with different backgrounds and training who really can add to the mix. So we've moved towards much more of a multidisciplinary team. We still do rely heavily on nurses, but try to make sure that we're focusing their talents and efforts where Their background comes into play and is most valuable. So, for example, a member with An extremely complex medical condition really may benefit from a nurse who has some background end-to-end in chronic care management, but someone who should be taking a medication and just can't afford it may be better served by working with a social worker who can do, frankly, a better job or an easier job of thinking through financial strategies to support that member. So we have moved more of a multidisciplinary team approach.
1: What trends are you witnessing in the payer market in terms of care management?
0: You know, the the biggest one has been payers who believe that they're best served by performing care management themselves and and bringing it in-house. I understand the drivers for that, but also suspect that they're not quite getting the return on investment that they could achieve. If you look historically, many organizations have struggled to really provide solid data on the economic benefits of these programs. Intuitively, it's easy to understand why health plans go down this path and find value in care management, but really demonstrating the economics is a bit more challenging. And With that trend, I think that organizations are limiting some of the tools and some of the approaches that an organization such as ours with a sole focus on care management can provide. So we may be doing some of the same things, but we can provide a much more comprehensive suite of services that we know will
1: yield terrific results for health plans. Right, and you're not doing it as an afterthought. You don't also have claims adjudication to do and customer service to do and all the other things a health plan has to do, sales, et cetera. You can really focus on care management and being excellent at that. Yeah, absolutely. All of our development
0: efforts are focused exclusively on care management. So we have that opportunity to focus in a way that health plans just can't.
1: Right. Right. What's next for your customers? What are you working on at Access Point Health that your customers will get excited about?
0: Well, I think there are two things. One, as I mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, we have just been acquired by HGS. Together, we're looking at what resources we can bring to bear to our clients. One of the things that I'm excited about is it's really expanded the way in which we can offer services. For many of our clients, they really want to have a local presence, and that's great. We can provide that, but we also have clients that have some limitation and To have HGS standing behind us has been terrific. Just as an example, we have a big program in Puerto Rico that we started up at the beginning of the year and and actually started this before the acquisition. But we have some real physical space limitations in our office space on the island. We're co-located with our client and we needed 50 more staff members. They just couldn't house them through HGS, we were able to set up a terrific program where some of the services are actually provided in Bogota, Colombia. Native Spanish speakers, very well qualified, and it's just been a terrific program. So again, this was something where we were able to expand what we're doing today with a global partner standing behind us. In addition to that, we're really looking at how we can move the programs that we've developed over the last two years forward. We have a couple of programs starting up that are focused specifically on helping health plans improve their STARS or their HEDIS scores. And that's an area where we think we really can provide some new tools and techniques to health plans. We look forward to expanding that as well.
1: Awesome. Before we let Mary Jane go, I want to remind everybody to go right now to access point health bookmark that site learn about the great things they're doing keep up with the great things that mary jane and her team are doing at access point health mary jane it was so great to have you on the show thanks for stopping by and sharing your wisdom with us it was my pleasure thanks so much joe well thank you that wraps up our broadcast on behalf of our guest mary jane constantine i'm joe lavelle and we'll see you soon on intrepid Healthcare.